Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of the Sajan Photography Podcast. My name is Jason Teal, and today we're going to go over one of my favorite shots that I've taken in Seoul. As you may recall from last week's episode, I sort of gave an intro to this wonderful city. And now I want to focus a little bit on one of my favorite shots. Now, if you remember a little while ago, I talked about that Anapchi shot where it was sort of a defining moment in my photographic career. Well, this particular photo that we're talking about today is not that. I'm not saying that it's a terrible photo, but what I'm saying is is that not every photo that you're going to take will be in National Geographic or an award-winning photo. Sometimes a photo is just a photo. And this particular photo is one that I just really like because I think it shows soul as I see it. And we'll get into the compositional details a little bit later, but I just want to make a note that when I do break down these photos, they're not always going to be award-winning photos. So with that being said, let's get into the actual episode here and talk a little bit more about this image. Now, if you're wondering what image I'm talking about, just check on your device or wherever you're listening to and take a look at the custom artwork that I've made because that is the image that I'm talking about today. Okay, so jumping right into the sort of geeky stuff, uh, this was shot with my Canon, I think it was my 5D Mark III, so it was was a number of years ago, I think this was around, I think 2017, so keep that in mind, but it was with the 24 to 105 millimeter lens at about f14 for about six seconds. And the reason I shot that was because I wanted to get as many light trails as I could through this busy sort of uh, intersection in Seoul. And I shot it at blue hour because I wanted a little bit more color in the sky. Now, when you're taking cityscapes, I do recommend that you try and shoot just at the edge of blue hour and not when it's completely dark. And I know some people prefer the dark skies, but I will say that for my eye anyway, when it's like basically the end of golden hour and edging into blue hour, I do find those kinds of shots a little bit more pleasing to the eye rather than just a black sky and lots of lights everywhere. I That's just my preference, but I do find that there's a little bit more... Uh, dynamic range to the image, but also it's a little bit more pleasing rather than just a big mass of empty sky above. Getting into more of the subject of the image, if you take a look at the artwork for this particular podcast, you'll see that it is of Sugnemun or Namdemun, if you call it that, which is one of the eight gates in the fortress wall of Seoul. This is a very famous gate because it was actually burnt down in 2008 when an elderly man who was relief at the government for the price of his property, and so he set fire to this wall. And up until that moment in time, I believe it was one of the oldest wooden structures in Seoul. And then, unfortunately, it burnt down to the ground, and they had to rebuild it. And I think it was opened around May 4th, 2013. So basically what I wanted to achieve with this image was the fact that when I was walking across the Solo 7017, which is something I talked about in the last episode, I saw this image... And I thought to myself, it was a good representation of the city of Seoul. Here you had a 
old gate, and by old I mean that this gate actually dates back to 1398, so it is super old. But its backdrop or behind the image is actually the modern city of Seoul. So there's that kind of duality that a lot of uh, Asian cities have, in particular Seoul, because in amongst all of the history, you have this really modern skyline. And what I wanted to show in this image was the fact that on the upper portion of the shot, you had this incredible modern background dropping down into this old gate dating back to you know 1398. And then on the bottom, you have all the car trails showing the busyness and also a nod to how modern Seoul is. So now the other portion of this show, I really want to talk about where I got this image from, because that seems to be a big concern with a lot of people. I shot this from the Solo 7017, and I basically walked along the main pathway until I found a section that sort of lined up where I wanted to shoot. Now, again, I had a 24 to 105 millimeter lens. So I set that up on my tripod and then zoomed in until I basically got the composition that I wanted. And if you're going there, it is a particularly popular location, not just for photographers, but for tourists as well. So you'd be wise to get there a little bit early and get your shot lined up because that particular area is something where a lot of people want to get those, you know, hey, look, I'm here poses. And sometimes it can be a little bit difficult to sort of squeeze in and get your shot lined up as you're going to get a lot of tourists and people, you know, posing there. So get there a little bit earlier and get set up and then just hang out. There's tons of things that you can do while you're waiting, but basically you want to get there so you're not scrambling into position and, you know, edging out somebody who's, you know, trying to pose for their Instagram feed. Lastly, I do want to talk a little bit about the mindset or the time frame that I was shooting in because it was a memorable weekend. This was the weekend that I had my first meeting with Visa for the Olympic shoot that I did. And I felt that this was an important event in my life, i.e. shooting for the Olympics and you know, working with such a big company like Visa. This particular weekend, my wife came up with me to sort of get me situated and help support me in one of the biggest meetings I've had in my photographic career. So if you can imagine, I am super nervous about meeting the representative from Visa and sort of making sure everything goes well, because I also had a sponsor who was sort of in Canada setting everything up in the background, I guess you could say, but really everything was riding on me. So after that first meeting, everything went great and we got a lot of work done and things were in process. So as I finished that and went back to the hotel to to meet my wife and basically just celebrate, this was part of the weekend where I just was wanting to ride that high and get some shots that I've always wanted. Now, the inspiration of this shot came from another event that I did that was also fairly significant. Back in the summer of 2017, I was on a workshop with the Seoul Tourism Board and was on a very private workshop with some great photographers from Korea and David Gutenfelder, who is a National Geographic photographer. They basically took us around to all of the 
tourist sites around Seoul that they wanted us to highlight. And the Solo 7017 was the, I think, the first one that they took us to. And it was a great sort of introduction into the area. And they really did a good job of taking us around and making us feel like VIPs. But the main reason we were there was to sort of get some insight from David, who was an amazing and intense uh, photographer. So that day, I think when we were shooting was super, super hot, but it was also not really the best time to be out there. Of course, you know, when you're working with these workshops and these people, they are not really centering around the prime times for photography. So I made a note while I was there to sort of get this shot the next time I was up in Seoul. And when I did, that was when the meeting was with uh, Visa. So afterwards, I really wanted to just sort of have some dinner with my wife and then get out and get this shot that I've been thinking about for you know a few months now. So that was sort of the mindset that I was in was that I was really feeling like I was on the break of something big. Now, the reality was, was that the Olympics came and went and it was a good experience. But of course, you know, nothing ever really works out the way that you wanted to. So I wasn't flooded with a ton of work or anything like that. But again, it was a feather in the cap that I was able to sort of work with these companies and get sort of an insider's pass into the inner workings of how these companies interact with the Olympics. Wrapping things up, I really just want to thank you for making it this far, but also to remind you that a lot of these images that I'm going to be sharing with this particular episode or this style of episode that I'm going to be doing at least once a month are just to show you my thought process and the experiences that I've had either taking these photos or the leading up to taking the photo. So if you don't like them, that's fine. Um, you can always wait till the next episode where I'm going to be interviewing uh, another photographer from Korea or something like that. But just to give you a heads up, the purpose of this is just purely to give you some sort of insight into some of my favorite images that I've taken over the years, and I hope you enjoy it. With that being said, let's put an end to this episode, and I will see you again next week where I'll have a very special guest. Take care, and have a great week, everyone. 